Street in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also... Go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast The Phelps campus at CAC Phelps The Pikeville campus at Pike UPC and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Yeah, we had a little bit of difficulty this morning. The computer decided it wanted to take a little longer than expected to update. Yeah, it always picks the best time to update. I guess I could have stopped it, but I thought, well, it'll, it'll update. But anyway, just a few minutes late this morning, not too bad. And uh, glad that you could join us today. I hope you'll stick around because we got some great stuff lined up for you today as we have a Wednesday type of CAC Daily iCast. We hope that you will uh, follow along with us as we uh, study and as we, uh, you know, not only study the Word, but uh, that we uh, have just a little bit of laughter every now and then talking about things that maybe uh, interest you, maybe don't interest you, but... Uh, we have coming up our uh, 60 Seconds with the Pastor. 
just a minute of inspirational thought this morning. And then we got we got the Commonwealth Minute uh, coming up, which is also a minute long, and it's things that deal with uh, morals and things of our country, but especially, um, I guess it's uh, focused on the Commonwealth of Kentucky. So uh, with that, uh, we want to uh, just welcome each and every one of you from the East Coast, the West Coast, and around the world. Thank you for uh, hanging in there with us. And if you're not receiving our uh, text and updates, I used it just just about five minutes ago, six minutes ago, now probably uh, 10 minutes ago, letting people know that we would be just a few minutes late of getting started. So if you're not getting that text, if you did not get it this morning, just get your phone out right now. Very simple, very easy. All you got to do is text at CAC Daily and text that to the number 81010. That's at CAC Daily to the number 81010. And when we have a cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulty, something happens, we can't get on the air, we'll send you a text like we did this morning and let you know what's going on. Well, let's see what we got on the announcement list here. We got coming up some uh, services that we need to make a make mention of because, uh, well, we're getting ready to have a guest speaker at CAC. Uh, but uh, we want to remind everybody our Christmas program sign-up is on the back podium at CAC. So if you plan on being in the Christmas program or helping with the Christmas program, Sign up now. Special recognition, well, me and Sister McKinney's going to be celebrating our 46th anniversary. That's right. That's coming up, and uh, that will be on September the 10th. Also, we got a special speaker coming up on uh, Sunday, September the 17th at CAC. Brother Cornelius Harper is going to be with us at the 11 a.m. service. And then we'll go on over to Pipeful Apostolic Church and have the 11th anniversary service Sunday, September the 17th at 2 p.m. And Brother Cornelius Harper is going to be with us. And we'll have a cookout following. So you always want to come and have a good time and then go out and eat. We got a great picnic shelter over at Pipeful Apostolic Church. We got tables. We got chairs. We're going to have a good time. We might even buy a set of horseshoes and have some horseshoe throwing. We don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do something. So come on out and be with us that Sunday, September the 17th at 2 p.m. Also, CAC right here. Yes, CAC Daily ICAST. We're going to be celebrating our 10th anniversary. That's going to be the fifth day of December. We started back in 2013, and uh, so we're going to be celebrating 10 years. So uh, that's the announcements, and of course, we do have our prayer requests that we want you to be mindful of, and uh, we want to make sure that we have all of the latest uh, on there, and we do. Uh, We want to remember, and I'll mention the last 10 as you watch the screen scroll, uh, we want to remember William Vandell, Woodrow Bunk New, Robert Justice, Joyce Eastep, Dwayne McCoy, Susan Hackney, Barb Sawyers, Ruby Daniels, Justin Casey, Hannah DeBarge, and Kenneth Coleman. 
Let's remember all of these in prayer, and I'm sure that you may have a prayer request or a praise report. You can call in, and you can leave those on our uh, prayer line, and our telephone number is simply this, 606-282-4108, or you can simply send it to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray for the broadcast today as well as all of those on our prayer list. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today to utilize this platform in such a way that we can reach the world with your word. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today as we utilize this platform. We will use it wisely, expound the word fully, and that we will rightly divide the word of truth and that we will gather with your people from all across the world to uplift your name. Lord, I pray that you would touch each and every one who is watching today, each and every one that may be sick in body, need provision, need uh, automobiles fixed, need financial provisions, need uh, home situations, uh, need healing in their body. Whatever it is, Lord, I pray that you will just open up the windows of heaven and begin to supply every need. And I pray also, Lord, that you would touch each and every one on our prayer list, each and every one that is in the hospital, nursing home, at home, wherever they may be, that needs you more today than they've ever needed you before. I pray, Lord, that you would just touch the broadcast today. Let us feel your presence in not only the studio right here, but we'll feel your presence in every household across the U.S. and around the world. Lord, we love you, we praise you, and we give you honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Well, let's just jump right in, get our Bible reading done. We're reading our way through uh, the uh, Old Testament, and today we're going to be jumping into 1 Samuel chapter 31. Here we go. 1 Samuel chapter 30. And it came to... First Samuel chapter 31. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell down slain in Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines followed hard upon Saul and upon his sons, and the Philistines slew Jonathan and Abinadab and Melchishua, Saul's sons. And the battle went sore against Saul, and the archers hit him, and he was sore wounded of the archers. Then said Saul unto his armor-bearer, Draw thy sword, and thrust me through therewith, lest these uncircumcised come in, and thrust me through, and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was sore afraid. Therefore Saul took a sword and fell upon it. And when his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he fell likewise upon his sword and died with him. So Saul died, and his three sons, and his armor-bearer, and all his men that same day together. And when the men of Israel that were on the other side of the valley, and they that were on the other side of Jordan, saw that the men of Israel fled, and that Saul and his sons were dead, they forsook the cities and fled, and the Philistines came and dwelt in them. And it came to pass on the morrow... When the Philistines came to strip the slain, that they found Saul and his three sons fallen in Mount Gilboa. 
and they cut off his head and stripped off his armor, and sent into the land of the Philistines round about to publish it in the house of their idols and among the people. And they put his armor in the house of Ashtaroth, and they fastened his body to the wall of Bethshan. And when the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead heard of that which the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men arose and went all night and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the wall of Bethshan and came to Jabesh and burnt them there. And they took their bones and buried them under a tree at Jabesh and fasted seven days. Yeah, they was kind of a a cruel group of people back in that day. They would uh, make sure their enemies didn't get back up. They would uh, cut their heads off. You know, remember just a few years back when uh, people were being beheaded by uh, the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, different ones, um, and... Uh, Everybody was talking about how, you know, awful it was, and it is. It is very awful. But that's how, uh, you know, back in biblical times, that's how they dealt with their prisoners. They didn't have, you know, uh, all the judicial system and jails that we have and prisons that we have. So uh, most of the time when they invaded a country, they didn't leave too many enemies standing. And if they did, they always came back to harm them. Remember when... Uh, the young man came back and said, you know, uh, he asked, who are you? And he said, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a servant of an Amalekite. Amalekites were supposed to have been destroyed, so he should have, uh, he should have not been left to escape. But, uh, well, that's just the way it is. Looking at our current temperature, it's 70 degrees, going to be a hot one today. That's right, it is going to be hot uh, if we look at the uh, current temperature being 70 and it's only 1020, it's going to be up to, look at this, it's going to be up to 90 today. That's right, it's going to be 90 degrees. And uh, it's going to feel like 97. And uh, the UV index is 9, which is very high. So if you're out, you will get burned if you don't have sunblock or long sleeves on. Also, Thursday going to be 92 partly sunny hot and humid caution advised if doing strenuous activities outside and then on friday yeah friday's going to be another day that uh, we're going to see hot temperatures it's going to be 93 Partly sunny, hot and humid with heavy thunderstorm around. Damaging winds can accompany heavy downpours. And that is going to feel like 103. And then some sun, then turning cloudy and a couple of thunderstorms. Going to be humid. Well, that's what it looks like for the rest of the week. And then it's going to be about 83 on Sunday. So all of that coming up. And, uh, of course, uh, we want to... Uh, just tell everybody, if you're outside, hydrate, drink plenty of water, not caffeine. Some people walk around. I, I do it. I'm guilty. Walk around either drinking a Diet Pepsi or drinking a cup of coffee and it 90 degrees outside. Caffeine kind of hinders your hydration. 
and it doesn't hydrate you. So uh, drink plenty of water. Well, let's see where we can go to now that we've got that out of the way. I guess we can just jump right into our little portion, just asking a question. Do you have a minute? Well, yeah, you got a minute. Well, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Psalms 39 and 7 says, And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in Thee. Where is your hope today? Is your hope in a better job? Is your hope in a better economy? Is your hope in better leadership? It matters where our hope is. It matters what you place full trust in. The psalmist said, What am I waiting for? My hope is in you. Don't place your hope in anything else but Jesus. For when you do that, you have placed it in the right place. Don't place your hope in anyone else or anything else but Jesus. Where is your hope today? Time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC trivia question of the day. CAC trivia question of the day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the list live links Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch our Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, let's just uh, see what we got for our trivia question today. Who had his thumbs and big toes cut off. Have you ever wondered why they cut the thumbs and big toes off of this man? Because without your thumbs, you can't hold a bow. You can't You can't really function without opposing thumbs. And without your big toe, your balance is off. So you can't run fast. So yeah, who had his thumbs and big toes cut off? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking, that's right, speaking of results, well, we have the results of yesterday's trivia question. Yesterday's trivia question was this. Um... 
I forgot to change. Who had his thumbs and big toes cut off? That was yesterday's trivia question. Uh, And, um, well, out of those that participated, it looks like 100% of you got it correct. With the correct answer, Adonai Bezek. Adonai Bezek. That's found in Judges chapter 1. 100% of you got it correct. So now let me get today's trivia question up there for you. It may take me just a moment to type it in, but, um, you know, they don't call it typing anymore. They call it keyboarding. So uh, let me see if I can get this uh, keyboarded in. How many times uh, in total did uh, the Israelites um, march around, and then uh, got to put Jericho in here. So got to get this right here fixed and go. How many times in total did um, the Israelites march around Jericho? There we go. I I knew that I had something else to do this morning. Let it pass up while we was running late. I was worried about getting on the air. But uh, how many times did in total did the Israelites march around Jericho? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results on uh, tomorrow's broadcast. And I just noticed I needed to change our study through the word episode is going to be episode 1067 coming up. And of course, uh, we are in just our episode of 133 this year. We're not going to hit our 200 mark as we usually do. Uh, this is day 235 of 365. So the, if you do the math on the uh, upcoming holidays and the upcoming uh, you know, uh, days left, weekdays left. We just don't have enough days to get our 200 mark in uh, between now and the end of the year. I'll be going to Ohio and preach at the end of September. So uh, that will probably be one day gone. And uh, then, of course, you've got uh, holiday, Labor Day coming up. you got uh, also Thanksgiving, and Christmas. So that will cut into our broadcast time. But we'll try our best to get as many as we can in because uh, we want to try to uh, stay on schedule as much as possible. Well, let's see what we got here with uh, this is uh, the Commonwealth Minute, and we're going to try to squeeze this in before we take our break because uh, we want to uh, take a little break, clear up the lag so we can record our teaching sessions, put them on the archives. People can watch them on their own time frame. Here's the Commonwealth Minute. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Youth activists in Montana sued the state for failing to protect the environment from greenhouse gas emissions, and they won. A judge ruled that Montana must consider climate impacts when approving new fossil fuel projects. The case has a purported constitutional basis. 
This is because the Montana State Constitution guarantees residents the right to a clean and healthy environment. The plaintiffs, ranging from age of 5 to 22, argued that fossil fuel emissions have harmed ranches, mental health, and Native American ceremonies. Now, there may be disagreement as to how best use fossil fuels, but there's common ground that caring for the natural world benefits all of us. In Genesis 1, we're told that people were created by God to be a good steward of the earth. And when we do this, we honor God and show care for our neighbors. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that was the Commonwealth Minute. And with that said, it's time for us to take our little break. And uh, we got to take our break so we can clear up the lag and uh, record our teaching sessions so people can watch them on their own time frame. So don't go anywhere. Don't touch at any key. We'll be right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast. The Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. We certainly appreciate you joining us today for another study in the Word. We're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. We're about ready to finish up Third uh, John and uh, so we hope today is a blessing to you. We want you to get your pad, your pencil out, take notes, study even beyond what we study because there's just simply no way we can cover every aspect of everything uh, during these broadcasts. Well, let's just jump right in and pick up in verse number 10 of Third John. And verse number 10 says this, Wherefore, if I come, I will remember 
his deeds, which he doeth prating against us with malicious words, and not content therewith, neither doth he himself receive the brethren, and forbiddeth them that would, and casteth them out of the church. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, but he that doeth evil hath not seen God. Demetrius hath good report of all men, and of the truth itself. Yea, and we also bear record, and ye know that our record is true. I had many things to write, but I will not write with ink and pen. Uh, I will not with ink and pen write unto thee. But I trust I shall shortly see thee, and we shall speak face to face. Peace be to thee. Our friends salute thee. Greet the friends by name. Well, when we look at this um, particular set of scriptures, uh, it's starting out, and he is talking about a a man that uh, uh, loved to be in charge and loved to be in the forefront, loved to be seen and loved to be in control, and he would not accept people, uh, you know, back in that day, teachers and preachers had to travel in order to uh, spread the gospel. So when a, a teacher came into town or a preacher that came into town, now remember, they're teachers of truth and preachers of truth, not just uh, preachers of the law or preachers of, of uh, you know, some uh, sect like the Pharisees or Sadducees. Uh, they were people who were preaching the truth, uh, the doctrine of Christ. And so when they come into town, uh, this guy... And uh, I just want to uh, kind of give you a little background here, if I can, just before uh, we go to the Lord in prayer. But um, he was one that uh, uh, just kind of, uh, he, he wasn't uh, fond of the teachers of truth or the preachers of truth. And he didn't want to receive them into the church. He didn't want to be hospitable to them. And he didn't want anybody in the church to have anything to do with them. Now, we're going to see how that plays into our world today. Uh, people get mad at somebody or people have something against somebody. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But uh, we want to go to the Lord in prayer as we uh, pray for the Lord to bless the broadcast today. This is episode 1067 of our study through the word. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. Lord, I thank you because you have done many wonderful things in our midst. You have shown us the right way. You have taught us the right things. You have inspired John to teach not only in his day, but that we can take this teaching and apply it to our day today. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty miraculous way for each and every one that's watching today, either live or by way of on demand at a later time, that we will all receive your word. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. Um, looking at the first, uh, and I'll bring this up on the split screen so you can kind of just go along. Um Diotrephes uh, was a man in charge of a church, and uh, he was one that did not receive people uh, outside of the church. He was kind of 
an island to himself. Have you ever heard that, uh, that people are uh, just an island to themselves? They kind of just stay to themselves. Diotrephes would not let any outside ministry come in. Now, the, the first thing that's wrong with that is there is a five-fold ministry. You have apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Um, particularly, this is talking about teachers and preachers, uh, but more so teachers that were traveling, and uh, he wouldn't receive them into the church. He didn't want them to come in and preach about Jesus. He didn't want them to come in and teach anything that they uh, you know, wanted to convey to the people. It was like, no, I. if anybody preaches to these people, I'm going to be the one to preach to them. Now, I know people like that. They, they never have any outside ministry come in. And when people don't have outside ministry come in, remember, we're not talking about just have somebody for the sake of having somebody. Have somebody faithful, true, that has proven their self. And when they come, uh, you're, you're, you're blessing the congregation. It's even if they shout and run the aisles, when somebody else comes and preach, don't get jealous. Don't get upset. Uh, you know, they're, they're sitting under you for a reason, but you cannot deny them the fivefold ministry. And, and one of those ministries is teaching. And one of those ministries is evangelism. Now I know people that when they have a, revival, they preach their own services. They're, you know, they, they say, we're going to have a revival, and then they don't have any outside ministry come in. That, that's exactly what uh, Diotrephes was doing. He was just simply saying, if, if anybody's going to preach, it's going to be me. Uh, you know, nobody outside can come in and tell you anything. Uh, I'll give you everything you need to know. So he refused to let the teachers come. And then some in the church said, you know what? Uh, these people are good people. We need to let them come. We need to let them come into the church. You know what Diotrephes did to them? First of all, he said no. And then he said, if that's the way you feel, you want to be friends so much uh, I'm just paraphrasing. If you want to be, uh, if you want to be so much a friend with them, and you're you're going to support them, then you just leave. You know that's the same way that people do today. It's like when uh, when someone starts a work. Uh, you know, it's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to everyone that's ever started a work. There's uh, churches that that uh, bind against you to try to make sure you don't prosper and you don't succeed and and they won't fellowship you and they won't have you uh, come to them and uh, they're not going to come to you. And those people that would be your friends and would fellowship you, uh, they throw them out of the church if they do. They say, well, if, they, if you like them that much, you just go sit under them. Um, you know, I, I've had saints of God tell me uh, about preachers that have literally just told them to leave the church. And other times they told them, well, you know, if, if uh, that person uh, needs something, uh, the Lord will provide it. You don't need to be going there. You don't need to be fellowshipping them. You don't need to be doing this, that, or the other. That's the diotrophies spirit. 
that you're the only one can feed your congregation, you're the only one can do any good in the church. Now, when you have that attitude, you're in trouble. And not only are you in trouble, your congregation's in trouble. So we got to be uh, uh, like John. John wanted to receive the brethren. He wanted teachers to be able to come in and teach. He wanted others to be able to do work in the church and work around the church. But uh, Diotrephes just wouldn't have it. He just he didn't want anybody outside coming in. He didn't want any other ministry behind the pulpit. Uh, you know, I've, I've heard this said uh, several times. They was a person that wanted to just borrow uh, the baptistry. They didn't want to take it out of the church. They wanted to bring some people to a church to baptize them in Jesus' name. And the pastor supposedly said, no, if anybody baptizes anybody in this church, it's going to be me. That's a diotrophies spirit. When you find somebody that thinks nobody can preach like they can, nobody can teach like they can, Nobody does any better than them. Uh, nobody needs to go and visit and fellowship another church because, after all, you can't get nothing unless you sit under that minister. That's a diotrophies spirit. Uh, we're not to have that type of spirit. Well, you know what diotrophies also did? He just began to say uh, words, malicious words, against John. And, uh, and against uh, people who were teaching the truth. Now, I want to kind of read you a little bit of different uh, versions here so you can kind of get the idea of what verse 10 is saying. And um, in the New Living Translation, it says, When I come, I will report some of the things he is doing, talking about diotrophies, and the evil accusations he's making against us. Not only does he refuse to welcome the traveling teachers, he also tells others not to help them. And when they do help, he puts them out of the church. Can you imagine somebody telling somebody, get out of here? If you're going to help somebody, if you're going to fellowship them people, if you're going to be with those people, just get out of here. I don't know how big a church Diotrephes pastored, I don't know how big a church he was in charge of, but they was either afraid because sometimes people try to use fear to keep people at church. Oh, if you if you go, uh, you know they'll they'll mislead you. They'll preach. Uh, they'll let down on standards. They'll do this. They'll do that, and you'll be lost. And and people try to use fear just to keep people from fellowshipping other people that believe truth. Shouldn't we fellowship people that know truth and believe truth and preach truth and, and have proven themselves? Of course we should. We're not an island to ourselves. We at CAC, we go to conferences, we go to revivals, we go to youth events. Uh, we have outside ministry come in. In fact, we're getting ready in September to have a guest speaker come in. And uh, we have guest speakers for our homecoming, our harvest time. Uh, we have guest speakers come in all at different times. Why? Because uh, I want people to, to uh, bless the congregation with uh, a fresh word or, or you know, a fresh uh, way of delivering the word. 
And as long as they're teaching and preaching Jesus and truth, then you know what? I'm not going to keep people out of the church and out of the pulpit of the of the church I pastor just because, uh, you know, someone says, well, you know, you can't let outside ministry come in. you got to preach it yourself. No, that's a diotrephes attitude. I can't take that attitude. If I do, God won't bless. And, uh, you know, certainly I'm not going to tell people, uh, you know, if, if somebody's wanting to go somewhere and fellowship somebody that is not preaching truth, then, yeah, we're going to tell people you shouldn't go there because they're not preaching truth. Or if they're like Diotrephes, who thinks they're the only ones that can uh, feed the congregation, the only ones can do anything uh, right or righteous or holy, that nobody else is living it, nobody else is preaching it, you get that self-righteous attitude, and all of a sudden, uh, it, it is like a, a, a cancer. It will spread through the body. So what you have to do is warn people of that. But you don't keep people from going to revivals at other churches that are preaching truth and teaching truth. If, if you are that fearful that people are going to like another church better than you, you're insecure in what God's called you to do. Uh, you know, I'm confident in what God's called me to do. And uh, sure, I'd like to see us running 3,000, 5,000 people. That's what, you know, on the day of Pentecost happened. But you know what? Um, I'm not going to uh, get upset and, and all all bent out of shape because that's not happening in that manner or growth is not happening as fast as I, I think it should. And if people leave and go somewhere, that's them. That's that's not got anything to do with my calling or my ministry. Diotrephes didn't feel that way. He felt like I can't let these people preaching Jesus come in, and I'm not going to let people in the church fellowship them or help them. And if I find out somebody's helping them, you know what? He said, I'm going to just tell them to leave the church. Diotrephes is a, is a person that was very evil even though he was in church. And that's why, you know, there's people in churches today, there's people in charge of churches today that still say that they're uh, preaching truth, living right, all of that, and they're doing more damage to the congregation than anything because pretty soon you hear it enough, you'll start believing, well, I can't go fellowship nobody because ain't nobody can preach the truth but this church. No, there's churches preaching it. There's people teaching it. There's evangelists evangelizing it. So don't get the Diotrephes spirit. Now, he was uh, Diotrephes would kick them out of the church. Uh, the new uh, the message Bible says this about verse ten. If I come, you can be sure I'll hold him uh, to account for spreading vicious rumors about us, as if. That weren't bad enough. He not only refuses hospitality to traveling Christians, but tries to stop others from welcoming them. Worse yet, instead of inviting them in, he throws them out. Diotrephes. Remember that name. You're going to see it in our world today. You probably already know people that have that spirit about them. You know, 
Uh, I tell our people all the time, if, if you can't uh, serve God here, find you a place where you can because I want you to be saved. we got to be kingdom-minded, not local church-minded. Kingdom-minded. If I can help you, I'll help you. I had a person the other day tell me uh, that they just got voted in as pastor of, of the church, and they said, I, I know that you teach on the tabernacle plan, and would you care to give me your notes and stuff? And I said, I will get them to you. I, I've got to sit down and, and transfer those on a little USB drive, and I'll drop them off to him. Why? I want him to be able to bless people. I don't want to be a person that says, oh, no, now, brother, if you want people to hear uh, the truth about the tabernacle, you got to send them to our church. No, I hope everybody preaches truth. I hope everybody preaches Jesus. I hope everybody does the right thing. And uh, if I can help somebody do that, I'm going to help them. Now, in verse number 11, it says, Beloved, follow not that which is evil. So basically he's saying, stay away from diatrophies and what he is doing and the way he's treating people. Don't follow that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, but he that doeth evil hath not seen God. So what's John saying? Is John got an ax to grind? Is he got a, a complaint? Is he, is he upset? Uh, he's just telling you, don't hang out with people like diatrophies. Don't hang out with people that think they're all that in a bag of chips is what I say here in East Kentucky that think they're everything and that everybody else is nothing. And they're the only preacher that can preach and nobody else can. They're the only church standing for uh, holiness and everybody else is backslid. And all, uh, beware of those people. They're diatrophies. And they that do good, they're of God. But they that do evil hath not seen God. So they're not even in the what we say here in East Kentucky in the ballpark, much less in the game. They're not even in the ballpark. Verse 12, Demetrius. Now, Demetrius is a good guy. He has a good report of all men and of the truth itself. Remember what the truth is? The truth is the doctrine of Christ, the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, who Jesus is. He's God manifest in the flesh, who Jesus is, baptizing in his name, who Jesus is, pray in his name. Everything's about Jesus, right? He's our Savior. He's our uh, author and finisher of our faith. So when you talk about the truth itself, that's what it's talking about. And he says, yea, and we also bear record that you know, Demetrius has a good report, and you know that our record is true. John is saying Demetrius is a good guy. He preaches truth. He he uh, he he uh, has a good report of everybody out there that he goes and visits. Um, and then John said, and he's got a good report of me also. So I think that it's important that you understand that. Uh, people of good report, uh, people who bear record of the truth, um, they are precious people, especially in our day, because we see so many people preaching one thing and then doing something else. 
standing and telling people this is what I believe and then believe something else. We're living in that generation, that time frame. So what do we need? We need some Demetrius's. That's right. We need somebody like Demetrius who has a good report of all men and of the truth itself. We don't need no more diotrophies, those self-righteous, self-centered preachers and teachers that think they're God's gift to ministry. You know, you know the you know the type that think they're all that and that nobody else can do anything like they can. Well, you need to stay away from people like that. In verse 13, he says, I had many things to say to you. I, I, I just have so many things to write about, but he says, I'm not going to do it with ink and pen. Uh, in our terminology today, it'd be like, well, I've got so many things I wanted to email you or so many things I wanted to text you, but I'm not going to do it in a text because, you know, when you text somebody or email somebody, they can take and manipulate those words. You could send me a text, and I could manipulate that and show it to somebody and say, look here what they sent me. And it and I can make it say things just like you would say it and show people, and they'd say, oh, I can't believe they sent you that and talked to you like that. So you got to be careful. You know, uh, We're living in a different world than what John lived in. We're living in the AI world the automated intelligence, uh, you know, the, uh, the computerized uh, world that we're living in that you can manipulate anything. And uh, also, now they're coming up with voice recognition that they can take and make you say, take your voice and make you say anything they want you to say as and have it like a video. They do it with... Uh, politicians all the time, and they do it with others. That's why you can't believe everything you hear. And as the old people, you say half of what you see, uh, because the AI world is uh, artificial intelligence, the automation, uh, the uh, the way things can be manipulated. Uh, you need to know them that labor among you. So don't always, you know, send somebody a text or send somebody an email or send somebody some type of, uh, you know, typed up message because as long as they're your friend, oh, they'll, they'll say, okay, great. But if they ever get anything against you, like, uh, diotrophies did, he'll start manipulating or they'll start manipulating that to say whatever they want it to say and then show it to everybody around. Have you ever had somebody show you an email or a text and say, look here, look here? Well, you know what I'm talking about then. Well, you go to verse 14, but I trust I shall shortly see thee and we shall speak face to face. That's always the best way to communicate face to face. You know, if you're going to leave a church, don't leave a church with a text, an email or, uh, uh, you know, a written letter. Leave the church face to face. Uh, when I got ready to start pastoring, I went to my pastor and I sat down at his kitchen table and told him three months ahead of time what we was planning on doing, where we was going to start the church, and all these things. 
what even what we was going to name the church because he he was curious of what we was going to name the church and call the church. And so I told him, and uh, three months ahead of time, it's always good to do things face to face. That's what John is teaching. And he says, peace be unto thee. Our friends salute thee. Greet the friends by name. Well, that'll conclude that uh, chapter. And with that said, I want us to go to the Lord in prayer because I'm sure that some of the things I have discussed today you have experienced or maybe you've been guilty of doing some of these things that we have talked about. Well, I think that sometimes if we're not careful, the diotrophies of the day will pull at us and draw us in their little circle. If someone's treated someone badly, you need to beware of that person. If they treated someone else badly, they'll treat you badly. Diotrophies turned on people not only coming into town, he turned on his own people that he was over because they wanted to be friends and help them on their journey. The diotrophy spirit is alive and well today. Beware. Keep yourself. Don't be deceived. If somebody comes to you and talks about somebody else, they're going to talk about you to others. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for the word today. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you have shown us in your word. I pray, Lord, that we will take what we've learned today and we will be aware of those that are always talking about others, putting others down, and help us, Lord, to not have the diotrophies spirit, but to be a Demetrius, to have a good report of them without, them within, and have a good report that we stand for truth. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed the uh, teaching today. I've enjoyed bringing it to you. There's just so many things in the Word of God that if we look at it and we begin to, uh, uh, you know, really study it, you see the similarities. Uh, People haven't changed in all these years. The same people that, uh, that John dealt with, Paul dealt with, uh, James dealt with, uh, others dealt with, is the same people we deal with today. Why? Because it's the same spirit. It's the same spirit, the spirit of Antichrist, the spirit of, of uh, evil, the spirit of the devil influencing others. So it's the same thing. I always tell people the devil don't have any new tricks. So if you read your Bible, you will recognize when the devil's at work. Well, we do have our trivia question up and running, and we wanted to make sure that uh, you uh, participate in this, and we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. And uh, how many times in total did the Israelites march around Jericho? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy your day. Hope to see you at church tonight, 7 o'clock. It is Wednesday. Everybody have a great day. We are out of here.
On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.